0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is December 3rd, another Monday night, time for ten dozen minutes of the Jake and Mr. Skullhead show. I'm Mr. Skullhead, and it's one of those nights where I'm having trouble saying Mr. Skullhead. 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 But, uh, we're gonna get Jake on the line right now.
1: Hello, Mr. Skull, sir.
0: Hello, uh, Jonathan Jicton. Happy happy holidays!
1: Yeah, happy holidays to you too, buddy. Thanks a are lot. Are you afraid of offending our uh, Christian listeners?
0: <laughs> no, I just—I uh, don't know. I felt like it's December. December is a, a time when there are holidays, so I—I I don't, I don't know. It's yeah, a this rough, came uh, up on the forums.
1: i, I think of the year for me. The holidays as the time between Thanksgiving and New Year's.
0: Yeah. And reasonable people might, yes. (laughs) When people are saying Happy Holidays, though, it's usually so they don't have to say Merry Christmas. And again, I find myself in weird company making this argument every year. Hmm.
1: I, like, the phrase Happy Holidays certainly existed prior to it getting a bunch of, like, bullshit connotations,
0: I I, I don't mind happy holidays so much as I mind, like, I just went to Target and bought holiday lights and holiday wrapping paper. And that bugs me because they're the type of lights and paper that are obviously intended to go on Christmas gifts. So it's weird to me that but, uh, they wouldn't just well, be Christmas lights and sure. Christmas paper. I,
1: like, where a Christmas tree is always... Ju- it's a fucking Christmas tree, right? And those, those are Christmas holiday light, trees now, though. Christmas lights, sure, so that's annoying. Wrapping paper, though, I... Like, that's just wrapping paper. Like, why don't they just say wrapping paper?
0: Well, because it has, like, Santas on it or reindeer on it. So it's holiday wrapping paper. But it's that one holiday with the Santa Claus. <laughs> and... I don't know, it's because it struck me recently that you never see a holiday menorah. It's a Hanukkah menorah. So, like, Christmas is the only one that we just, we can't even have that word in the store. And it's weird, I I hate feeling like a a crazy right-wing paranoid Christian or something, because I'm none of those things.
1: I mean, I, as also came up in the forum thread, like I don't think that this is like a problem with society. I think that it's it is a it like it stems, I believe, from the fact that like Target, like no one at Target is willing to make a decision that might alienate anyone, and huh. so everything just gets crazy sanitized. Like I, I think that some of the like political correctness avenues are like, somebody made a joke about something and then telephone got played a few times and now it's like, well, we can't have a Christmas tree that might offend people
0: Right Yeah
1: It's hard for me to get too worked up about it
0: Yeah, It is another thing that's that's not really a thing, right? Yeah
1: Yep, I don't know uh, it was weird. I mean, I said happy holidays in that Twitter post just because I thought, well, that's the sentiment that I want to express. I hope that people's holidays are happy. <laughs> you know, not because... I don't know, like... It's possible to be inclusive for reasons other than fear of being exclusive, I guess. Right? right? So, I mean, I don't want... I don't want, like... It... Uh, like... You know the ability to say "Happy Holidays" taken away from me, like my guns.
0: Now your your guns are doing fine because you used that shovel glove thing.
1: Mm. We went to a, we went to a gun show yesterday. It was mm. pretty fun.
0: Did you buy your tickets? A yes. All right. From
1: an old lady, and she counted back change the right way. That made me pretty happy.
0: As in. Like that was 1350, here's $14.15, 16 78 18 19 20. Mhm.
1: Okay. Yep. Except so she handed me the tickets, said that's 30 35 40 and 50 or what, I don't remember how much I gave her.
0: <laughs> you gave her like a $300 bill.
1: Yeah, that was it. Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, Roy and I bought blow because they were cheap. So we decided to get each other blowguns for Christmas, and then we went to we went to uh, Wes's house and shot them at things, and it was fucking great. Oh, sure. I, I just assumed I always just assumed that like, eh, the reason that my dad would not buy me one of those when I was a kid at a gun show is that they were bullshit, right? Mm-hmm. That it was like they seemed really fun but would actually be stupid and boring. But no, they're super fucking fun, and the reason that he wouldn't buy me one is because he didn't like me.
0: Well, maybe he never knew, you know. He you know, never knew that they were awesome. It's
1: pretty, uh, we, we set up a cardboard box, and we shot some darts at it. <laughs> uh, I decided that maybe I could go scorpion hunting with them in the backyard. Uh, and then, so once I shot a scorpion with one, it would become envenomed, and then I could uh, shoot a larger venomous animal with it. I could, I could take down a rattlesnake, and then using the rattlesnake venom on a dart, I could take down a platypus. mm And then uh, Platypus Venom, I'm pretty sure, will kill anything. Yeah. Hey, you know, and this thing came up, and I meant to ask you, because I think that you will know. I read a book, or a series of books, and I'm almost sure that this was in his Dark Materials, but I, I, like Roy said, it was not. So I'm, I'm asking you for confirmation. There was a race of beings that were like six inches tall, Lived. They were, inte- like, they had human-level intelligence, but only lived, like, 15 years because their metabolisms were really fast, mm-hmm. and they had poisonous sp- spines in their heels.
0: I don't remember that from His Dark Materials at all.
1: Huh. What series of books could I... What, What like, series of fantasy books have I read that you have not read?
0: Yeah, I don't know. You don't,
1: you don't know. Is that
0: something in Twilight?
1: Oh, yeah, I think it's probably something in Twilight. Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: Yeah, if anybody knows that, let me know, because I've never heard of such a thing. Thinking about it. Yeah, no. None of the... Discworld has tiny people with poisonous
1: heels. well, man. I'm still, whoa, uh, man that, so now I'm now I have no idea. Now I'm just screwed.
0: Yeah, hopefully uh, our listeners will come through for you. Those
1: okay, f- okay. Races and creatures in his dark materials. Right. Ah, uh, come on. Fuck! Fuck! Come on. Yeah, Galvespians. Galvespians are a humanoid race from yet another universe that appear in the third volume of the trilogy. They are small in size, no higher than the width of a man's hand. As a defense to make up for their size, they have spurs on the back of their heels, which can deliver a poison that will kill at worst and paralyze and cause intense pain at best.
0: Ah, uh, okay. So among the like three thousand things that happened in that third book, that but there were like them.
1: that. There was a, one of the main characters in the book was one of these. I don't remember. That's that weird. At all. How 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 did, how did like neither of you guys remember those?
0: Oh, so there were two of them in The Amber Spyglass? I was asleep most of the time I was reading The Amber Spyglass. So,
1: Which one is The Amber Spyglass, the third one? The middle one. No, the middle one's The Subtle Knife. The Amber Spyglass oh, right. is the last one. Okay. Man, did you even read these books?
0: Yep, I, I read the first one and it was awesome. I read the second one, it was boring as fuck. I read the third one, it was overstuffed, and the ending sucked.
1: Huh. See, I thought the third one was a little bit silly, but really pulled it together. And I, the second one is by far my favorite. So I think you just don't have, you just don't know. Yeah, we've stuff. been
0: over that. I mean, it took me Books. a year to read the middle one.
1: Yeah, and I it took me like five down. years to read the first one.
0: I really liked the you, first you, one.
1: Like, yeah, you recommended it for me, and I bought it. You recommended it to me, and I bought it. And I tried, I'm like, fuck, this is boring. And then finally like i read it while i was the angle land i think i just had to be there it required us a a serious dose of old world charm (laughs) um yeah well so good now i don't feel like i'm fucking crazy
0: nope you're right and everybody else was wrong that's probably true about just about everything
1: yeah no i mean that's I, i think so yeah uh anyway so yeah little little dudes with heel poison yeah they have lodestone resonators which they use for uh for instant communication yeah yep anyway uh what, what have you been doing apart from going to the gun show and then after the gun show playing a bunch of pinball at Wes's house and then eating some pizza all I've done is work Hmm. since the last show.
0: Uh, the past couple of days I've been busy being sick, so that was fun. No. What you got? Just some kind of face and lung crud that freaked me out when it started because I was afraid it was going to turn into what I had in July, but mm-hmm. it it hasn't, and just kind of today I slept most of the day, and Ollie was surprisingly cool with that, so that was good, but... Uh, now I feel almost normal but, uh, Let's see, what else? We, uh, we had our party Our annual uh, drink hot cocoa and watch Muppet Christmas carol party Okay I got, uh, I got a little drunk And there's no drunk quite like the uh, spiked hot chocolate drunk Because you end up with uh, kind of twitching from sugar And also just kind of being silly because you're drunk so, well, I mean, I fun. would
1: say that a wine, a wine cooler drunk is pretty similar to that.
0: <laughs> I, I can't tell if I got hungover. If that was just part of being sick. Was Dude. like, yeah, I don't know. But I made the most delicious thing on earth to eat. What's that? At that party, um, it was something that I remembered from potlucks at church when I was a kid. So called my mom for the recipe, and it was it was like three cups of bisquick. A pound of sausage, um, two cups of cheddar cheese and half a cup of Parmesan cheese, and you just kind of make a, add a little milk and make a dough out of that and make little meatballs. And holy God, are they good! Like you bake them in the oven, and it's just baked sausage, cheesiness, biscuitness, all together, huh. fantastic. So the sauce,
1: the sausage is already cooked.
0: No, you cook it all in together.
1: Oh, uh, okay. So you make so it's like, I mean that's that's biscuits, right? Like it's it's sausage and cheese biscuits.
0: Yeah, I mean you're making little meatballs out of them, but it is just kind of a biscuit with chunks of sausage and cheese. What is there.
1: in? But why do you refer to them as meatballs? That's weird.
0: Because you make meatballs out of the dough that you make.
1: Oh, this is like a you know it's a it's a meatloaf. It's like when you get some dough and you make like a loaf out of it, a meatloaf. Right. Um, so what is in, what is in Bisquick? Bisquick is one of those things that's like, just, this is four other things from the grocery store. It just costs twice as much.
0: Yeah. Flour, baking soda, baking powder, some of that shit. Yeah.
1: It's in, but it's in, it's measured out and stirred up.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like ordinarily for making biscuits or pancakes or something, I would just use the ingredients. But since this just had a, a measurement of Bisquick.
1: Oh, right. Is it, cor- is it corn flour?
0: I don't think so. I think it's wheat flour.
1: That's, what was I reading about that, that just talked about the sort of like Midwestern cooking tradition that is primarily just like assembling things that are already food? <laughs> like using cream of mushroom soup as a recipe ingredient. Right. You know?
0: I don't think I would ever sit down and eat a bowl of cream of mushroom soup, though. It makes it, it does make a good like turning a pile of ingredients into a casserole right yeah
1: yeah i mean it's a it's an easy sauce yeah i guess
0: i mean i'm not gonna sit and make a roux
1: yeah what what's a roux
0: or a ragu a roux roux is just like a flour and butter mixture i believe
1: huh okay that's an r-o-u-x yeah they call that they call that because uh in uh in France the streets are paved with
0: bread right yeah murders in the Rue Morgue.
1: uh huh well so that sounds pretty good it was pretty damn tasty is, is, is you this quick or? what I would have used to make cornbread
0: no you would probably have grabbed the like Jiffy does uh the same guys uh, who Jiffy. do the blueberry yeah, bu- Jiffy. Muffin. That's,
1: that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking of yeah they make a cornbread,
0: they make a cornbread mix that's a good mix you know how to make that mix better?
1: Mm.
0: is instead of the milk that they say to put in it just put a can of creamed corn in Ugh. it's fantastic I know, creamed corn is gross no, well you put it in there I, and it it makes it's like, I don't know, if you, if you don't like the cornbread that has the whole kernels of corn in it, you're probably not going to enjoy that but it, damn, it's nice
1: I'm not against that, but I would not seek it out. Hmm. You know, like I, I have a, I have this weird aversion to kernels of corn. I really, really like corn on the cob, but like a can of corn is the foulest thing I can imagine, and I don't know why. Because, like, objectively, it's not, it's not really a gross thing.
0: There is something about the way that canned corn smells. Yeah. I I only get corn frozen or on the cob. Because I can't really do the... I can't do the cans.
1: There are two smells that put me off my food entirely. And one of them is the smell of canned corn. Mm. And the other one is the smell of... uh, Like, it is a smell that immediately reminds me of a hospital cafeteria like yeah. it's a it's a very particular kind of cafeteria smell right um that i will that the last time we were at a museum somewhere and i got a whiff of that at one particular spot but i was able to find a place that didn't smell like that and eat something there <laughs> normally it would be like yeah i'll just i'll just skip this meal yeah I don't remember where that aversion came from because all of my like unpleasant hospital memories are recent enough that they definitely antedate it Hmm. and I don't think I had any bad hospital memories from when I was little um... I just forgot about them
0: yeah maybe you are repressing
1: man I gotta go in uh, day after tomorrow no two days after tomorrow and uh, it's time for me to get my head hollowed out
0: Oh yeah! See so if they can put a candle in there.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
0: You could be Man, a o' lantern.
1: Whoa! That'd be great. Or even if they could just install some like some of those flickering LEDs behind my <laughs> eyes.
0: Could you give me some sweet ground effects for my head?
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Also, <laughs> uh, just remove it and attach it to my feet. Right. That could be a gross. Uh, well, that would be really gross. Just a living human head on top of a pair of feet. Anyway. anyway, I'm getting my I'm getting my tonsils out and my septum plastied, and my right inferior turbinates carved up.
0: Yeah, well, you you got to do that occasionally. The inferior turbinates are going to get a little bit too tall. You don't yeah, well, I mean, you like don't
1: want them... You don't want them to survive long enough to breed. Yeah. You gotta deface them so that no one will fuck them. You can't just kill them. Because then you'll get a... You'll get a riot. You'll get a... You'll get a sinus revolution. I have been noticing a lot of Ron Paul signs in my nose.
0: <laughs> He's having a love revolution as Ron Paul.
1: I actually have been noticing in the last week or so, suddenly seeing just Ron Paul shit everywhere again. Is Which, he the
0: new Santa Claus? I don't know. Which I is
1: mean, weird. Because this seems like the time when you would not see political... Like, the only time when you would not see political signs. Right. And these are, like, recently placed, like, stickers on stop signs. Stop not Ron Pauling.
0: Right. Right. I don't know, he would make a weird Santa Claus being a libertarian. He would just come to your door and say, did you earn enough money to buy presents for the people that you love? And you would say no, and he would say,
1: too fucking bad then, and leave. Yeah, well, I mean, how is that not actually a reflection of reality, though?
0: <laughs> well, like, that's the reality that's right. of Santa Claus, no, but not the, the myth real of Santa, Santa Claus. <laughs> Are you trying to tell me that Santa Claus is not real? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing I, I am like um, vaginal Bloodfark with his kid he's really uncomfortable about having to lie about Santa Claus but his wife wants him to, so he does and this year I have been feeling a little weirded out by that like Ollie's a smart kid and if he asks like hey is that was that a real fairy that we met at the Renaissance Festival I will say No, that was a woman wearing a really cool costume. Wasn't it great that she made that costume? And blah, blah, blah. You know, hey, Papa, is that a real monster in this movie? Like, no, somebody made it in a computer. Isn't that cool you could make something like that in a computer? Papa, is there a dude that lives in the North Pole that gives us presents? Yes. There totally
1: is. No, 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 son. And also, one day, your mother and I are going to die. And then you'll never be able to talk to us again. And then someday, you'll die. And nobody will ever be able to talk to you again. And you won't exist anymore. And they'll just be nothing forever yep I mean, what that seems like a pretty cool time? conversation to have with your kid I guess
0: <laughs> Louis C.K. does a thing about that where he accidentally tells his daughter about the eventual heat death of the universe mm. she just learned that I'm going to die she's going to die everyone she knows and loves is going to die and a long time after that after they've been dead for a long time the entire universe is going to die <laughs> she learned that in nine minutes it's true, that shit yeah. is going to happen, but I don't know. How do you feel about the, the Santa Claus thing?
1: I don't know. What What is he, four? He's four. I mean, I... So, I, I feel like my... really intense discomfort with lying was bred into me pretty young, hmm. and it never occurred to me, once I figured out that there was no Santa Claus, that... I had been lied to about it. Uh huh. You know? I mean, I feel like by the time you figure out that there's no Santa Claus, you're also capable of understanding why your parents might have said that there was a Santa Claus. Uh huh. You know? Because you never. There, I, like, I don't think that there is ever a point where you rationally, as a kid, where you rationally think about Santa Claus.
0: No, right? it doesn't survive very much longer after that.
1: Yeah, and and so, like, you're never, like, you never have to consider Santa Claus as a, like, well, what, like, what purpose does it actually serve? It It seems like it is a, it's like a nice version of a thing that you used to tell your kids about to, like, scare them into being good. Right. Which I guess is kind of how, that's kind of how Santa Claus was when i was a kid i mean i definitely remember being told to be good because santa claus was watching right right which i that doesn't seem like the kind of thing that you would say to your kid
0: yeah i don't think i would it sounds too much like god is watching yeah and god is watching us from a distance
1: the, yeah yeah i don't know i mean in a way You the the implied presence of authority is what makes the world go around smoothly and and so you cannot maybe teach a kid that it is that it is like objectively wrong to do things that are evil even if you don't get caught. True. And so, so as a as a shorthand for that, uh, there's a magic guy watching. So even when I'm not there, you still shouldn't be mean to people because Santa Claus can see you, and Santa Claus knows that it's bad. Right. Right. I mean, so it like he could act as a stand-in for a conscience before a kid is capable of having a conscience.
0: Yeah. Although I feel like with ours, he's already to the like. I shouldn't do this because it's going to make somebody else unhappy point mm-hmm. where he's just about got that although he's he also learning like wait when mom and papa can't see me they don't know what I'm doing like discovering that we're not omnipotent he actually turned to me and said well mama said not to have this but I could just wait until mama was gone and then I could have some more and I had to be like no you wouldn't do that that would be terrible why would I ever do that
1: that is a thing though and, like yeah. that's yeah. that weird thing where if you if you are raised without language that thing never happens
0: realizing that other people have a different have the, yeah their there's, so they're,
1: they're, it's like a developmental milestone where there's a there's a particular experiment where you like you have a box that says that's like a box that says candy on it and you put You in front of the kid, you put like a toy car inside the box of candy and then that person leaves and then the kid's parent walks in and somebody says, what does what does your mom think is in this box? Right. And there is like there is this developmental milestone where the kid realizes, oh, the fact that I know this doesn't mean that my mom knows this. Uh huh. They they found they found some kids who had been who had grown up in isolation and never learned any real language, and they at like age twenty still said a car. Yeah, once they learned to talk, and it was something like they eventually you know they eventually got it once they started communicating with other people, but like,
0: huh? He and has, I don't remember
1: when that's supposed to happen.
0: He has just recently stopped like holding up a picture in a book and saying, hey Papa, look at this and not turning it around to me because for a while he would just assume that if he could see it, I could see it too Mm -hmm. and now he'll turn it around because he figured out that yeah, I don't know it's, uh, all of this happens quickly and it's freaky The, the just no amount of time you have to reflect on it it's like, I mean, of, I, like... I definitely
1: remember a point at like when I was maybe seven, where I became capable of reflecting on the fact that like, well, wait a minute, I remember stuff happening before I was really there for it. Uh-huh. You know, and and that remembering there must have been some point at which I became kind of self-aware. Yeah, right where I where I kind of like became aware of the concept of consciousness and aware that I had one. Which is why, looking back, it's really hard for me to be too uptight about abortion or to really draw that significant of a line between abortion and, like, maybe, you know, a one-year-old dying. I mean, I'd be super, super sad if it was my one-year-old. Yeah. But, like, that's significantly less tragic than, like, a ten-year-old dying. Sure. And, uh, you know... Speaking of uh, being unwilling to court even the slightest controversy but it's I mean that's gotta be really weird to watch it happen and like not I I mean
0: there's also the like,
1: like, like once you start realizing like what how different the world inside that kid's head is than yours like how do you it seems like you just have to not think about it because otherwise how the fuck would you even begin to try to relate to him
0: yeah like how can I process talking to someone who doesn't understand that other people have feelings yet
1: I mean, I guess that's it's made a little easier that the wheels are greased a little bit by the fact that you have a relationship in which you have one hundred percent of the power over what happens to him, right? Right. So it never really becomes an issue, like
0: to a point, though. Like there is definitely a point at which I can't make him do something because I don't hit him. I realized that a little, like early on, that because I don't hit him there is going to be a point at which he cannot do what I want him to do and he just gets away with it so you have to kind of finesse it to where even if he gets his way he feels like he's doing things your way so he doesn't realize that it's like the worst the worst thing that I can do to him is put him in his room for a couple of minutes the day that he decides that that's not going to bother him is a day that I'm out of options, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's tricky. I'm trying to think, uh, like, uh, you know, I don't want to get into this conversation. I I was spanked growing up, and I don't feel like it was bad at all in in my particular context. I I only that it, it, that was only ever the resort if I if I knowingly did something wrong. I think like obstinance was was punished by like I basically there, I, I can't imagine the point at which like uh, how am i how am I doing? how am i how am I, I I can't I can't express that. so like at some point, it's not a big deal to be sent to your room, but I feel like that what that means is that go to your room is not the thing anymore. like yeah. When, I was in, when I was in a place that was full of engaging things and there was no place to put me the way that I would get punished for acting up is my dad would make me sit at the base of the chair that he was sitting at watching a fucking football game or something right. for like five minutes and it was goddamn torture
0: yeah well like in, in his room there are tons of things for him to do but the fact that he is in there and can't, and can't leave tends to do the trick most of the time
1: i mean and i guess while like i would I, I would often be punished by not being allowed to play video games for a week or right. whatever and i could be in my room where there were video games but like i knew better than to play them right i mean and, and i don't know like that, that seems that seems like a weird thing because i didn't have to do that and, like, why was I the kind of person that would... Like, why yeah, was like you, I... You just have was, to... Was it just, was it just the threat of violence, you know, in, in whatever context? I mean, it, like, I feel like that's too loaded. Violence is too loaded a word for the corporal punishment that I received as a kid. But, like, I would no sooner have defied my father... Deliberately and willfully Then like deliberately injured myself Right Like it's just that's just not a thing that you do Like he has never given me any reason To doubt that he has my best interests And the world's best interest in mind So like Doing Doing something that he says not to do Is doing something wrong Like that's That is the stand in for morality Until I don't know Until I read some St. Anselm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like you were you were more rebellious against your parents than I was, but you had more to rebel against.
0: Yeah, and like com- compared to my sister, I really wasn't.
1: Sure. I mean, I guess that's the thing. Like, I did not think of say like having a porno mag in my closet as rebelling against my parents, right. whereas with you, it totally was.
0: Well, it, it wasn't. Just, it was just wanting to jack off, but given oh, the... Oh, right, but I mean, sure. I didn't do it like, screw you, Mom and Dad, I'm buying a penthouse. <laughs> that wasn't what that was for.
1: <laughs> you, didn't, you didn't regularly uh, think about your mother while you were masturbating. Yeah. Well, okay.
0: It's just no, really not not... Uh, I mean, like, Jess and I had a discussion about what we should say about Santa Claus, but then, now that it's happening, he's figuring shit out so fast that you're still making it up on the fly. Like, duh. I mean, I'm glad I have a smart kid, but occasionally I just wish he was a little dumber.
1: I mean I think that you can probably take some comfort in the fact that it doesn't really matter. Like nothing that you say to him really matters.
0: We're getting close to the like Like I remember shit that happened when he was that when I was that age.
1: Sure, but so I'm saying it, it's like, about to making, get real making shit up. Like making shit up like, you know like I'm not saying that you that like I don't know some sex fiend could just say whatever to him and he would be fine or a murderer could say whatever to him and he would be fine. I'm suggesting that like anything that you say to him is going to be fine. Right. So like as long as it is a thing that occurs to you, even if it's just some crazy bullshit that you're making up. Like it I I I think I think that kids are so in touch with their imaginations that it doesn't actually matter if you say some crazy shit because the distinction in their mind between the world and the crazy shit that they're thinking and talking about is not yet particularly hardened. Uh. I mean, I remember this came up pretty recently in some podcast, but like, I remember some night where my parents had some friends over and the woman who was just this hippie lady, I just remember her being this hippie lady, was telling me that they lived in a castle full of toys. And I kept asking questions about the castle full of toys. And she just kept making up crazy shit about some fake ass castle that she lived in. Huh. And like, what whatever. I mean, I was smart enough to be I was smart enough to be able to like imagine, like, oh yeah, okay. So I know what a castle is. I know what you are. So I think, oh, so they go home and they live in this castle. Like, well, what do you have toys in your bedroom? Or is like, is there, is your bed made of toys? Like, cause it wasn't a castle that was just full of toys. You have to have a kitchen and stuff too, right? I mean, like, <laughs> so I was like, I was smart enough that I was capable of asking her clarification questions about this, which, but, but like not smart enough to catch her in, this is all just nonsense, <laughs> you know, but it didn't hurt any. It didn't hurt. Sure. And I don't, well, I don't know. I mean, maybe that's why I, I like castles.
0: Could did, did somebody tell you that they that they lived in a castle with skeletons made of toys?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> skeletons are awesome is what somebody said to me when I was a kid and I never forgot. It's
0: a good thing they didn't say like butt plugs are awesome or something.
1: Yeah, well see that's what I'm saying. You could you could say skeletons are awesome to your kid and you might say skeletons are awesome to your or you know, I mean more likely I will say that skeletons are awesome to your kid. But neither of us would tell your kid that butt plugs are awesome right because that's inappropriate because that's neither something of us he needs to be like, learn oh, for hey, himself mommy and daddy are having fun with each other's buttholes with some butt plugs right now go back to eating your cheerios that's what kids eat right yep like i'm assuming that's that all you he you eats when i get yeah. some when i get some butt play action on what you would do is you would bribe your kid with a bowl of Cheerios to stay in the Cheerios room for a while you yeah. I, I have a Cheerios room right? well
0: yeah we live in a castle made of Cheerios
1: okay good yeah maybe that conversation did have more of, a, of an effect on me than I thought because <laughs> I, I really, you know often a lot of my opinions are are based not in anything like our world but a fantasy world of my own contrivance
0: hmm. oh, I'm glad that you let us live in your fantasy world every now and again
1: Yeah, well, it's it's comfy. Uh, Yeah, wow. So I I think at some point to hedge the Santa Claus bets, my parents took a picture of my dad in a Santa Claus suit delivering some presents. And I don't know. I'm assuming that that is just, well, no. I was assuming that that was just an idea they had when they were drunk and that they did it but they would have had to rent a costume or borrow one from somebody. Huh. I think that maybe my grandparents had a Santa Claus suit that they owned that one of some uncle or some great uncle or somebody would come to the Christmas party as Santa Claus. Yeah. There was, never, there was never a point where, well, there was never a point that I remember where I didn't know that that was just somebody in a suit, right? I mean, yeah. no kid doesn't know that. Know. Except for maybe a kid who is so young that he can only vocalize his terror as a series of screams <laughs> at being placed on the lap of some giant red thing.
0: I don't remember when I found out that there was no Santa Claus. My big sister was completely destroyed for a while. Where she asked, is there a real Santa Claus, Mom and Dad? And they said, well, you know, they did the whole, yes, Virginia, there is a Santa Claus thing. But Santa is this ideal that we have the, within us as human beings, blah, 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 And said, no, is there an actual person that lives at the North Pole? And when they said no, she said like you lied to me, and to this day she she will talk about
1: it. So, huh. Yeah. This is your little. This is your little sister. No, a bit older sister. Oh. Okay. Huh. Weird. I don't know anybody like that. I don't think. Well, I mean, I know your big sister, but I don't remember ever. I. I mean, I guess maybe. I had a conversation where I was like, Dad, there's there's no Santa Claus, right? Like, I'm pretty sure that I figured this out, but could you just confirm? And it was more like, you don't have to pretend that there's a Santa Claus anymore because I figured it out. So we're cool, right?
0: All right.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I might be making that memory up. Okay. <laughs> What do you What do you get you in your kid for Christmas? Anything awesome?
0: I'm getting him a guitar. So that's a thing. A little, little oh. tiny, little people guitar, and some, huh. I don't know, some toys, some books, some uh, toys and books. <laughs> I don't know. He's really into um, the little vinyl toys that are blank that you draw on there's a there's a brand of them like usually you would paint on those things, but there's a brand of them for younger kids that come with markers instead, so he okay. likes he likes those, so we'll probably get him a couple of those to draw on
1: you get can you like wash them off?
0: no, it's just a one time deal
1: oh wow, that's a lot of pressure,
0: yeah, not for him though he's got a plan he knows exactly what he's gonna do with every single one of those
1: turn them all into Mario,
0: yeah. No, that's what I would do once he's, old,
1: once he's old enough, you should get him Pictionary Man Did you ever play Pictionary Man with us?
0: No, uh I've heard that you don't mess with a Pictionary Man
1: Yeah, you don't <laughs> Uh Pictionary Man is fucking cool It was really surprisingly fun uh, somebody had it at Some KOL thing that I thought you were at Or maybe it was Did you go on that skiing That ski trip no, I didn't. Up north that. here. Did you go to the did you go on to Vermont? No. Huh. I could have sworn you were there in Vermont. I was there in Spirit. Oh well good. Yeah. Anyway, Pictionary Man is like a little it's like a dude made of whiteboard. Right. And he has there's like a there's like a hockey puck shaped thing and then like a um a rectangular solid that's I don't know, two thirds the height of Pictionary Man hmm. in my memory. That you can sort of use as props. But on his foot, there is, instead of cards, there is just a little LCD screen that will give you a thing that you're supposed to draw and then set a timer. Oh, shit. Yeah.
0: I didn't know it was that fancy. I thought it was just a Pictionary game with a a little doll in it.
1: Yep. I don't, I don't know that I really think that, like, a thing that has a bunch of cards worth of information in it and a little LCD screen is, like, really a selling point relative to just some cards. Yeah. You know? But, because, I mean, cards, you can get some new ones if you want to. Sure. Whereas this, it seems like you'd have to either, he would have to have, like, a USB butthole for you to upgrade his firmware.
0: Well, everybody should have one of those.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, you just draw, like, it, but it also has things that are, like, made, the the, the 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 target words that you're drawing are made for the context of it being a little dude.
0: Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Right? Well, like, some of them are actions where I think you get to maybe make him dance around. Yeah. <laughs> but some of them are things like, Chinaman, and you just draw some slanted eyes and buck teeth.
0: Ooh. Does it it say anything about that being the preferred nomenclature?
1: Yes. Yes, it does. Gotcha. You turn the circular puck into a rug and have him pee on it. Excellent. I like what people have done with these magnetic sculptures.
0: Yeah, boy. Is that something that anybody else can see besides us?
1: No. And it's, it's, I wouldn't want to, it's, it's real harsh on the database to do that. Um, but what I, what I might do at some point is, uh, do a, just a capture of it and publish it somewhere. Hmm. Um, But it hasn't been very low. Those things are still really expensive in the mall. So I think that, uh, there, there are not all that many of them, but we looked at all of the magnetic sculptures that had been made and there were only like four or five dicks. Yeah. Which makes me really happy And some of the dicks are crude And some of the dicks are well considered And some of the things look like maybe they started to draw a dick But then gave up <laughs> There's some things that I'm not sure if it's supposed to be a dick or not Some things that are actually a dick or not There's one, uh, somebody <laughs> J- Jodes 4.0 Made some boobs Which is
0: yeah, We know, who, is. All, like, we know who that is
1: yeah, do we?
0: Yeah. No. Jo- Jody's. Jode's. She posts in the, the forums a lot. She's been to a whole bunch of cons.
1: Well, okay. I guess I'm a stupid butthole.
0: Hmm. I can't comment on the intellectual state of your butthole. Much as I would enjoy doing so.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty pleased with the way this, uh grimoire turned out I think
0: it is definitely yeah the grimoire is great Um, looking at some of these it's definitely as I feared it would be I made something that I spent the amount of time I thought one should spend on such a thing and was satisfied with it and then looking at some of the other ones I just feel like a schmuck
1: yeah, I mean this is one of those things where other there are going to be people with a tremendous and effortless affinity for it. Right. Um, I don't know. I like uh I like Adam Antoise's Ten Commandments.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Oh man, somebody made a pretty sweet pirate. This is great. Who is that? I Sin made a pretty sweet pirate.
0: Yeah. I'm glad people are doing pixel stuff. I figured they would. But, uh,
1: yeah. That's why I made them square.
0: <laughs> build the thing that you can build out of octagons. Yeah. it will be more, uh, more surface area and more efficient, right?
1: I don't know, man. I was never able to do anything interesting with those little sculpture kits at all. Would have been nice if they worked like this
0: you just you just call them into being and out of being. Yeah.
1: And see, this is the thing. You you make the world you want to live in. You don't sit and whine about the world that you're in. You you make you make the real world a world that you want to live in. Like one where magnetic sculptures work this way and you can make a sweet pirate. Excellent. Ah, uh, man. I am I am regularly fairly disappointed with the toys of the... I mean, we live in the future now, right? Right. I am regularly disappointed with the toys that I see now. Like, they're kind of the future, but they're kind of not the future.
0: There's some cool stuff going around, but then there's like 20 different kinds of little tiny plastic collectibles. And that's just kind of annoying. I mean, there are stuff that would have blown our heads off as a kid, like two miniature remote-control helicopters that you can do yeah. battle with. You can do, like, air battles via lasers. That kind yeah. of thing.
1: That is pretty cool. I mean, I guess the thing is, what what bugs me about them is how I could imagine them being better. Uh-huh. And I don't know if that was the thing that happened to me when I was a kid or not. Like, so thinking about like those little, do you remember those Cube World things? That yeah, with the little bunch of LCDs and they're like a little guy inside them. Those, I like, that was so frustrating to me. That could have been so cool, but in reality, there was almost nothing going on. Uh-huh. and that drives me nuts. Well, then... it's like somebody somebody had an idea for a cool toy and then they did not find the right person to actually make the simulation for inside it and so the simulation bullshit
0: you can always go for the Japanese version that has the hole in the side you can stick your finger into and then you, it shows like a pixelated your finger which you can then use to flick the little guy huh or like lift up the girl's skirt cuz it's from Japan Oh, yeah? I'm sure that there's a variant there. Yeah. I'm sure that exists.
1: I'm kind of interested in, like... I got to play for a few minutes. Do you remember seeing a video, like, five or six years ago for a thing called the React table?
0: Mm, Yes.
1: It was, like... It was just basically like a uh, a little machine for making techno music that was a, a screen that... Could detect the presence of these blocks that were on it, and would start generating sounds based on the arrangement of those blocks. Right. Like once, once it gets to the point where you could do something like that, but it's like fast and responsive in a way that that thing was very much not. Um, then I don't know. I mean, I really like that there was there was some word game that I saw that was just some like little LED lcd cubes that a letter would appear on and then you like had a certain amount of time to like arrange it into as many words as you could and it would like register when a word had been made
0: yeah there's a scramble like that yeah
1: yeah and i mean that's it that seems pretty cool but like imagine if each of those was as powerful as you know a 10th generation iphone and also cost a dollar right yeah we gotta
0: get there yeah
1: and, and like, I don't know, the, the, the number of things that have, like, good quality color screens on them and cost less than $10 is pretty cool to me. Right. Right. So that cube world, if if for the same price, you had a really well-designed simulation of a little guy in there. And if you bought the gym cube, he would go to the gym and get stronger. Right. You know, and then he could go into the dungeon cube and fight skeletons. Ah, oh, that'd be fucking sweet.
0: At one point at what point though should it just be a thing that a game that you play on your computer?
1: um yeah. there needs to be a reason for the physicality yeah of it, right. I mean, because I mean at what point should Legos be a thing that you play on your computer? Well, like at no point because Legos are awesome.
0: Is not do you not consider Minecraft to be Legos that you play on your computer?
1: No, because it like it has it, I think part of its appeal is rooted in the same thing, but there's a lot more going on with Minecraft. Uh-huh. Like, there was a, there was a real there was a real like lightning s- strike in the way that systems emerged in that game that made it into like it because it to me at least just building stuff is not fun it's it's building stuff but you have to survive the monsters that are attacking you to gather the resources that you need to build stuff like that is what is the enduring appeal of minecraft to me
0: right
1: which is not a thing with legos i mean it's it, Minecraft is less expressive than Legos, but because it is in itself an engine for letting you run around in the things that you've made and that it requires you to engage in a in a difficult enough task to build the thing that it le- like builds in pride huh. in having built it. Yeah. Mm. Okay i i think that minecraft is really important that's yeah that's that is all um do you want to take a break and then uh, answer some questions from this forum's thread
0: sounds good to me i think we're as far as break goes we're looking at about 14 minutes 14 14
1: And we're back. I would have thought that you uh, didn't like Adam Sandler. That's Neil Diamond. Whoa, really?
0: Yeah, covering Adam Sandler. Huh. I actually, for the most part, like Adam Sandler's music stuff. Okay. Because it's funny and like three minutes
1: long. Yeah. Okay. Sure. St. Doodle writes in the form that it's not yours, it's mine, and go inside, it's not yours, it's mine, operate differently than the pirate cove in regards to disguises. Yeah, I think that they are supposed to operate the same, uh, but they don't, because uh, I forgot to update the code when the zone number for it's not yours, it's mine changed. Let me see if that is actually the case. Uh, Let me look at the... ah, Let me look at the adventuring script. Let's see. Mining. If this is... the Okay, this looks like it is more complicated than I thought. So if the location is 36 and you have the flag trappers greater than two or if the location is 61 huh wow geez that's goofy as shit well no wonder i didn't fix that i'm not going to fix it now i will fix it later i was hoping that was going to be one of those things that was simple enough that i could fix it uh while we were on the radio because i don't know how much people like that but yeah uh, it's it's not chilled says so I've got a question about the DVD and in a shocking turn of events I'm not asking for a download version I would actually like a physical copy of it and almost bought one at con this year sadly DVD region encoding is a thing and I couldn't get one for fear of upsetting my British DVD player since I'm presuming you're not planning to press anymore am I going to be left a sad panda I don't have any sense of how region encoding on DVDs works
0: I know that you can get region free DVD players I'm not sure if you should do that just for this.
1: Yeah, I know a buddy of mine got a region-free DVD player so that he could play, like, bootleg Chinese uh, episodes of Futurama before you could buy that on DVD.
0: Uh-huh.
1: <clears throat> um, yeah, that's weird. I guess I forget what it's like. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I have no idea what it's like to not live in a, in a media superpower.
0: Uh, we still really need to do the having somebody make us a rip of that DVD that we can put in the store
1: yeah I mean it's a matter of getting the filmmakers permission yeah right. I mean we could rip it and sell it
0: would you like me to do that I'm on Facebook with him
1: yeah if you want to do it are you gonna do it right now
0: I will do it in like three minutes you're I'm not going to tell you when like, I'm Isn't he like go. a
1: surfing instructor or something now?
0: He's in Korea, or was in Korea for a
1: bit? I thought he was in a, He was in Australia teaching dudes how to surf. Or maybe teaching sweet, sweet ladies how to surf. Have, uh, Mr. Uh, Jiffy says, buy a cheap DVD player Google for the region unlock code profit. Cheap end of the DVD player market has your back. If you're being sensible, then Google, then make any model before you buy it. Uh, and then uh, Lord Coble says, you could have asked me. I've had no trouble with my copy. So apparently it works. I don't
0: know. Yeah, maybe we are... We have accidentally made region-free DVDs? Because we would have had to have chosen for that to be there, right? Or not.
1: For it to be region-free?
0: For We would have... I feel like we would have had to specifically make it not region-free.
1: Oh, I don't have any idea, man. (laughs) I do not remember what that process was like at all. Did we do that? Did we have it pressed? or did they
0: I think we did
1: I mean I know we paid for it but like I don't remember making the cover art pretty sure that they did that (coughs) you know we didn't we didn't like make the menus or anything Mm I don't know I I don't remember man TP Junkie says I enjoy the new level 9 innuendo laden hilarity and don't understand why so many blah, blah, blah. that being said can the smud orcs drop corn nuts and imagine them as a low fullness mediocre to crappy level food maybe with an effect that increases bridge building materials obviously they're not particularly innuendo laden by themselves apart from the whole nuts part but I was recently reminded of the radio commercial which was used to advertise them in the 90s yeah that was the bust and that <clears throat> we, we have talked about that fairly recently yeah I actually heard that when it was on the radio and thought, what the F? <laughs> <laughs> of
0: course, now that the song Smell Your Dick exists, the best Nut is not as bad.
1: Yeah. Scythe says, Could you please release another Ultra Bear? When was the last time you released one? I am guessing the Cola Wars Battlefield. Um. I And we kind of decided that we were done putting in Ultra Rares. Like, they are that set, and that's where that that's where that content is going. Uh, the Dog Delusion says, One, I'm sure this uh, is not the best use of your time, but what do you say to adding a new item to the Daily Dungeon Vending Machine? Something that maybe takes several tokens might be fun or stupid. Yeah, you know, there ought to be more stuff in there. There ought to be more ways to get tokens. But who knows? It... In a lot of ways, if we... Like, when we get to the point where we're, like, revamping the tower, like, freeing us up to not have that whole daily dungeon key constraint in place would be... It would allow that to become its own thing more so. Number two, the bear arms can be sold or traded separately. Why? Uh, Because I thought it would be interesting. I wanted to... I wanted to sell an item of the month that was two items of the month to see how that went see how people felt about it um, and I don't know that I actually gathered any data
0: because
1: huh. I don't know how anybody feels about anything anymore we need to do some like end of year stats oh yeah uh, Butter says is there any reason the palm frond cloak crafting was never updated with the advent of the back in the kingdom when was, when it was actually a shirt I could see not letting you craft it if you didn't know what your torso was but now that it's a back item and we can wear other back items without a torso shouldn't we be allowed to craft it and then wear it Yes, uh, that is the thing I bet I can fix.
0: We're still, by the way, guys just you know, we're still having the discussion about whether or not we should just make torso awareness not a thing.
1: Well, I mean, I don't know that. Let's see. skill required. So palm, the palm frond cloak is I want to make absolutely sure that we did this. Palm fro but what? Cloak, he searched. Palm front Cloak is a container, but crafting it, yeah, requires source Awareness. So, so, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now it requires Sloth. All right, so now you can only craft this if you are in Bad Moon and hack Sloth. Mm. Much better. Okay, now it requires no skill. Uh Faust says, Now that the critical hit system has been modified, do you think we might see a familiar in Mr. Store that encourages you to hit him harder by factoring its weight into your crit chance? Um... Yeah. I mean... I don't know that that's really a Mr. Store kind of thing. Maybe it is. How would you feel about a familiar that had a -a one-a-day-one zap ability, which required the equipment piece? Huh. That's kind of interesting. Although... I don't like that that thing is as important as it is. I wish that it were just kind of a fun thing. Uh, the Lone Goldfish says, how goes the 2013 Familiars of the Year? Is everyone fired? Yes.
0: Hey, I was making a Crimbo and a other thing.
1: Really? All year? Something. Yeah. You and all the other guys spent all year on <laughs> Crimbo.
0: No, we were waiting for you to tell us which things to work on from the uh, the thread that we put all of our ideas in. Yep. remember <clears throat> you're always the bottleneck
1: yeah i believe me you don't need to <laughs> remind me that i'm always the goddamn bottleneck ah, man you know what happened like you know what happened this weekend what
0: happened this weekend
1: fucking kevin like made an entire like zone t- pair of zones all of these monsters all of these like interactions between items and masa like apparently kevin fucking spent the weekend like learning how to code wow enough to do it was i was like i went to look at it and i was like what the fuck that was crazy yep. it was crazy um so now he just needs to learn to assign stuff to you to write it yeah and then i can just leave i'll be mm-hmm. like peace out bitches drop the mic
0: you could walk the earth like kane in kung fu
1: yeah Uh, Choo Choo says, with the recent question regarding changing guild names, it reminded me that I haven't asked for a character name change feature for a few months, so here's my question. Realizing that it will be tricky, is it something that can at least be put on the possibly maybe one day list? I understand you're concerned about the permanence issue, but if you didn't have something like once per character guild or once every several years thing, would that alleviate that particular issue? No, it would not. Man. This is a thing that we need to build into whatever games we make in the future, I guess. Mine. Although... I don't know, man. I don't, like, I don't think I can change the name of my World of Warcraft character. And why would I want to? He has literally the best name. Uh, food. says, what the hell is this? And then he links to that Amazon thing where they're just, like, binding Wikipedia articles and selling them as books. Right. There's some company that's doing that.
0: I think that's kind of awesome.
1: Yeah. Well, not for us, but... Yeah, I mean, it's... Like i don't think that anything needs to change it's just one of those things that like makes me frustrated with the world (laughs) high
0: quality content by wikipedia articles yeah yeah. good stuff i don't understand 164
1: pages wow 164 yeah i wonder how they make those like, I wonder if it... Like, because the the, the the Wikipedia article for Kingdom of Loathing is not a 164 pages long right. long, right? So do they just print out... They, they have that and then one level deep things that it links to? Hmm. Who knows, man? I kind of want to buy one just to see, but I don't want to give them any money. Man, like, at the gun show, there was some stuff where I was like, man, I kind of want to buy that just because it's funny. Like I think it w- it would be funny to as a stocking stuffer get my girlfriend a a button like a like a lapel button that was a picture of a hand giving the middle finger with the word Obama underneath it. <laughs> but but I don't want to give the guy selling those any money. Right. And so I don't, you know, you should was just like, steal w- one. Oh man. I didn't think of that. Yeah. See, this is the this is the disadvantage of having my dad's voice in my head telling me to be one of the good guys and not one of the bad guys. Is that I can't do shit like that, like steal from people who deserve it. Right. Um, Cuddle Hut says, with the Abu Peak ghost all being physically resistant, Pinch Ghost is looking more and more redundant. Any plans on making it actually do something against its target demographic? Uh, my suggestion would be: skill does no damage, but cancels a ghost's physical resistance for one round. I keep intending to make that work through physical resistance against ghosts, and I keep not doing it. Um, Yeah, any change would be good, e.g. change damage to sleaze, lower damage but bypass physical resist, D-level target, etc. Huh. I mean, changing damage to sleaze and making it do more damage against ghosts, I guess would be one thing. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what... I don't want to, like, eliminate tactical variety in the future. Although, we so infrequently, like, design a fucking crazy boss fight anymore. We need to do more dungeons.
0: Yeah. More dungeons full of skeletons. Skeletons.
1: Alfredo RD says, The class act challenge path reminds me of the trendy path, and this is basically just a path with one major restriction. This is a pattern that we can expect going forward once a year to have a more watered-down challenge path that doesn't add content. Are these types of paths instituted simply because they are much easier to design and implement, and you guys need a break? No, I, I think somebody answers this later in the thread, but we do a path like this during Crimbo, so that A, we don't have a whole fuckload of work to do right when we should be working on Crimbo and the content familiars, uh, be so that people don't feel compelled to be doing some really restrictive challenge path like a Boris or whatever while Crimbo is going on Right. Uh, with Crimbo around the corner says Ethereal Oblivion will there be a replacement or equivalent coming out for the only limited time non-tradable not quest plus rollover adventure accessory with best in slot powers amplified even further in December technically the counterclockwise watch is stronger but can be worn together I do not feel that there is a compelling reason to replace that thing <laughs> I'm not saying that it is not going to happen but I don't feel that we have a responsibility to have the best in slot plus adventures at rollover accessory not be a thing from a couple of years ago like this is part of the thing about a game that is a persistent world not that this game is really a persistent world but your character is persistent right and whether or not he has that beard is persistent Uh, Lightwolf says, In a recent thread, people were talking about which functionality of the stocking mimic they wish could be duplicated in a future familiar, so I'm just going to come straight out and ask. Can we get a hundred-pound pet rock this, Crimbo? No, but you can get one from the Grimoire. (laughs) Actually, Lightwolf, it was this forum post that uh, made that thing happen, so uh, thank you for for making that uh, extremely coherent suggestion. (laughs) Jesus says, hey guys with the upcoming 2013 to spleen familiar can we possibly get a three spleen drop currently all spleen drops use four be nice not to longtime players who already have multiples but still newbie friendly um yeah i'm i'm all right with that if I, I i will run it by dev and i will say hey this guy said can we do a three spleen thing and i've got no fucking idea what that would mean how does that sound to you guys and if they say fuck you stupid then i won't do it and if they say yeah whatever then i will do it What else might they say? I
0: don't
1: know, man. I just don't know. Uh, Jokha says, I know Krimbo's coming up and you're all going to be busy and this might be a niche request, but how about a public slash basement channel uh, dedicated so... Wow, your TLDR is almost as long as your entire post, buddy. Uh, Dedicated so maybe people could talk about or to actually join basement runs. I mean, just use clan for that, man. Um uh, Southwest says The upcoming new year Means new yearly Mr. Store familiars Which I can't wait to see Did you guys manage to plan these out During the course of the year Or is it gonna be a mad rush To write it all During December We kinda knew what it was Uh It, it has been a it, it Like It like last year's Is one of the things That we've been Tossing around For a content familiar theme More or less Since the beginning Yeah You know Um but, In a very
0: simplified, just oh, here is a venue that we haven't explored yet.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we were definitely thinking about it, and I was yelling about it and getting angrier and angrier at myself for not making it so anybody else could do anything. Although I don't know, man. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm mostly when I'm driving to work is when I get mad about stuff like this. Like I think, why do I have to do all this? Why didn't somebody just do it? That's what I think. That's, like, not a reasonable way to... That's not a reasonable thing to hold on to. I mean, I also don't want to... Like, I don't want to start... I have a hard time being the wellspring of deadline pressure. Right? Like, I I can give you guys stuff to do and say, this is important this needs to get done by the time people are expecting it. Right. And believe that that pressure is real. But I have a hard time saying, alright, this is important that this get done by the time that I've decided it needs to get done by. Mm -hmm. I just have a hard time doing that.
0: It's also like, it it is a lofty and good goal to have the thing done by December 1st. But Eh, like, it's a, good thing, I, it's a good thing to aim for, right? But sure. instead we had Crimbo pretty much finished by December 1st, and so now we can work right. on that.
1: But, but the thing is, because I am out of commission for an arbitrary amount of time for the remainder of this month, I think we are kind of fucked on this content familiar. And by we are fucked, I mean, I am going to spend the last 10 days of the month in fucking misery finishing everything by myself. Like, and that is that is what, that's what I'm doing instead of Crimbo. Right? That part of Crimbo. Those just, like, last few days when all of the shit that nobody really knew needed to get done needs to get done. And that's the... Like, I know, you know, we're gonna finish it. It's going to come out. It's just, like i i am so unhappy during the period of time between christmas and new years every year for the past 10 years and i want that to stop like because that's all gonna have to get done at the same time when there's also like a new item of the month that has to get done and like people are on vacation and people are busy with other shit, and it just fucking sucks Like, it fucking sucks. Every year, it fucking sucks. And all I want is for it to not fucking, like, shit up my life in the way that it predictably always goddamn does, but I just can't make it happen. Because I can't get anybody to take the goddamn deadline seriously.
0: It's only been this year and last year that we've done the familiars this way.
1: Right, but that came up as a result of us having finally gotten to the point where we were taking care of Crimbo at a reasonable time like you go through the devlogs and there are just there are just progressively more and more meltdowns as we get closer to the end of the year in me just giving up hope and flipping out and it isn't you know it isn't productive and I'm not proud of it it's just like
0: why don't (sighs) why don't we roll out those two familiar two Mr A familiars on February 1st what would happen if we rolled them on February 1st instead of January
1: 1st? What would happen if we did that is that it would be yet another precedent of us not taking our own goddamn deadlines seriously. Or it would right? be we fucking, an example we fucking of us... Did. We fucking decided we were going to do it like this and we're goddamn going to do it like this even if I have to spit teeth at everybody else because I have to do the whole fucking thing myself.
0: Nobody's and, asking you to like, do anything all by yourself. No. I'm just saying that if it is a stressful thing for that deadline to be in January, that is an arbitrary deadline. Okay, but you know what else? Created. You know what else
1: is an arbitrary deadline? Is goddamn motherfucking December first, or everyone is fired, and yet no work at all. Like that's the fucking problem. We needed
0: you to do and your not, work before we did the work. Nobody well, sat there not doing so it. You're right. you,
1: you are right. You are right. That need that. The structure we have in which nothing gets done until I directly manage it is a fucked up structure and that is what I would like to figure out how to overcome. Yeah,
0: because you asked for ideas and we filled that thread with ideas and they just sat because we were waiting for you to tell us which ideas to go with.
1: And yeah, now you're and mad at everybody get else the, and I'm not, and get I'm get into not the sure argument where about this- doing nothing because i haven't said specifically what to do because you told us to wait
0: until you
1: i know i know so why are you angry at me look (laughs) i'm pissed off at all of us i'm just angry and you know why i'm angry is because for the last fucking seven days for the last seven calendar days there has only been one day where i've worked less than like 12 fucking hours Because we had a fucking item of the month, and then there's all this fucking Crimbo work to be done. And yes, I know, we're in great shape for Crimbo, but there's also the goddamn content familiar, which is nowhere near done, and I am about to be in the fucking hospital, right? Okay,
0: so move the the date. No! Okay, so be miserable. You have made this decision to be miserable. Because nobody in our player base is sitting there saying... You have to have this thing done by January or we're all going to leave. Nobody is saying that. Nobody gives a shit if it comes out in February and it's there until the next February.
1: You know what else is true of the people in our player base? Is there people who play fucking video games for fun, not people who make video games for their goddamn jobs. That That is what is true. So no. Telling me that the way to fix this problem is to make the deadlines less fucking strict is the goddamn exact opposite of the right approach to this fucking problem. I'm saying that, that right now, what the actual, given the your health
0: and given your situation and given the way that things have shaken out with it, it makes perfect sense that that is the one thing. Like, we can't move Christmas, we can't move the first of the month. But by God, we can move that to February. If and th- it would be great for you to not have to suffer like that,
1: it is unacceptable. It is unacceptable, and the fact that you don't think it is unacceptable, and that probably the rest of the people that work for me don't think that it is unacceptable, is, I think, why we end up end up in this situation all the time.
0: No, you know what? it's, it's going to be the, fucking fine. The wiki it's item gonna be didn't show fine. up.
1: I'm going to fucking finish it and it's going to be fucking fine. But seriously, like, I am not fucking around about next year. I'm getting the fucking proposals in February and I am setting goddamn deadlines for goddamn work from people by June. And I'm not fucking doing this again. I am not doing this again.
0: Blue I mean, we don't have to do. We don't have the to work. do it
1: at all. I mean, why fucking February first? Why not March first? Why not June first? Because I agree 20, that we should do, do it as soon as we can. Thirteen.
0: I agree that we should do it as soon as we can.
1: Well, we can do it on time. It's just going to fucking suck for no one but me.
0: And as somebody who likes you and doesn't like to see you unhappy, I'm saying it is an arbitrary designation and it is not the most realistic designation when the 6th of November is when you post which things we should be working on (coughs) and we have other, you know, we've had other things that we have to do as well maybe it doesn't make sense to do it on January 1st this year and that would be okay with me but, you know I will, I'm not going anywhere for a vacay for Christmas I will do as much of it as I can I just don't know why you want to feel this way
1: I don't want to feel this way
0: then we should have had the wiki in June and we should have had the finalized schematic in July and we should have finished it in August but we didn't <clears throat> because of the choices that all of us have made but you specifically this is where we're sitting but you're angry at all of us Mm-hmm. and I was like you know and, and instead of doing that we could just make the deadline February 1st
1: it, Josh okay. pushing the deadline back would make me a thousand times angrier at you guys than I am now so I don't know that you understand why I am angry if that's your suggestion
0: I yeah I don't understand why you are angry
1: Rotini Pants says, Since the yellow ray was introduced with the boulder, there have been three other things that have replicated the yellow ray, yet nothing has replicated the red or blue ray effect. What gives? Is this blatant colorism, or is it just that there was more demand for the yellow ray? The yellow ray was the thing that, like, ascenders cared about. Have you given any thought to making a less powerful garden item available to the non donating types? I was thinking, uh, something like barley, as you may be aware of. I, you know, that's a thing that comes up every once in a while like the idea of making a tome that's just out in the game somewhere comes up every once in a while um but i'll probably never happen also come a callback back to a topic i mentioned a while ago beefier mosquitoes you could match up a sleazy gravy fairy with a mosquito to make a sleazy gravy mosquito it could suck out an enemy's gravy and inject it into you oh people would love that you guys are always trying to trying to combine sex and violence uh, Ranger Bill XX says, "Master manual number of factoids on public profile, to mirror tattoo and trophy count. Even if it's just exhaustively researched, would be nice." Uh, uh, there's got to be a reason not to do that. elcat asks if I can upload last Monday's show. Yes, I can do it. A few days ago. Electric boulder says, "Dear Jake Rabinoff, stuff." All uh, right, this is gonna be Thursday. Uh, anyway, the delay on the RAM can go away now that it's not in a mainline quest. I don't know what the RAM is. What's an RAM?
0: Is there an actual RAM monster? Thought that that way? Uh,
1: let's see. The optimal war is obviously frat five other than certain challenge path circumstances. Peace, hey you. When you get to retooling the war, and you actually balance out the hippie side quest such as an actual choice on which uh, war is the best fight? You know, there is always going to be an option Optimal one. I think the reason that the frat is so optimal now is because of that sort of bug. What what is could reasonably be called a bug with the uh, nun's quest? I don't know that it's worth spending a bunch of time trying to get that balance perfect, because it is always going to land on one side or the other. But unless we manage to get it to the point where it all comes down to like one single coin flip, which one is optimal, and then people will just get pissed off that it comes down to a coin flip. Mm. Um, uh, I'm reading his questions in backwards order. One, any upcoming back items with rollover adventures? Sometimes I start reading things from the bottom to the top. I just get into the habit of doing that. And I don't know what it is that happens to me that locks me into that pattern.
0: Huh. Maybe it's when you spend a whole lot of time on Twitter.
1: Yeah. I never read Twitter that way, though. I just... I just rearrange my consciousness to go backwards in time. Hmm. Steampunk Ninja Kitty says, some questions about macros. Uh, Can we get a better way of looking up skill or item numbers besides using the wiki or finding it buried in the address of the pop-up window? No. I mean, I could put it in a comment in the item description or the skill description, but like, you might as well just be looking at the wiki at that point. Uh, What manual data are you against macros having access to? HP, attack, defense, monster data, such as... uh, Wait, no, it already does. That was one of the points of the monster manual, is that it exposes that data to combat macros. So I don't know if the documentation just didn't get updated or if we didn't tell anybody about that. Three, can macros be allowed to call other macros? no. I know why you want that, and I know that there are plenty of cases where it would be safe. It's just uh, too big a can of worms. Four, finally, right now there are some items that you can only use once a battle, but don't get used up. Uh, This can screw with a fight if I have two macros using one of those items, and I try to use them both in one fight. Can we have try catch code, or maybe can use item, can use skill Boolean commands to help with this problem? Huh. Huh. Because after looking at this question, I guess what I'm really asking is, when is C.D. Moyer coming back from Word Realms land? Word Realms is getting super close. Um, he's been around a little bit but these these kind of uh, nice to have things for extremely niche audiences are always going to get shuffled backwards uh, hey guys can we get some sweet non-helpful vaguely misleading spoilers about Crimbo next year's content familiars or anything else you guys are working on like when you told us that for zombie runs we'd have to use our brains um
0: I can tell you that Crimbo won't involve the Mimes. Yep. Everybody in that thread started out with, "Oh, it's going to be so sweet seeing how the Mimes tie into Christmas." Like, uh, no. Crimbo has never tied into any other world event, really, except for the Crimboween where it did Halloween, but yeah, certainly not. No, and the penguins. Certainly not.
1: No. No, there was the Penguin Christmas and and then there was um Lord Flameface Christmas. Oh,
0: I forgot about Lord Flame Face Christmas.
1: There was, uh... There was that one Crimbo that was uh, thematically tied into Big's Dig in that it was a fucking clusterfuck that everybody hated.
0: <laughs> the oh. Crimbo where you, to get your Crimbo press you had to dig through a, a thousand by a thousand grid full of toys.
1: Uh Poitnarf is asking if a man is uh the first man well factoid for Betty Berulio is a reference to Alma by Tom Lehrer.
0: as big as a Tom Lehrer fan as I am, I I'm not familiar with that one. Huh. I also don't think I wrote that though, so it could be somebody else's. But it seems like the kind of thing that you would you would do on accident.
1: Hmm. I didn't I didn't write that, so that must have been Riff. I believe so. I don't like it. It, uh, well it's not that i don't like it it's the the meter is fu- like that meter is awkward enough that i would not have i would not have felt like that was acceptable to commit to print um, i think
0: betty's old suitors so many and varied filled up their own cemetery when buried filled up their own cemetery when buried yeah it, it, it the meter's right but the stresses are wrong yeah it must have been riff
1: <clears throat> well, I mean, if it wasn't either of us. Right.
0: Oh, Alma's the one about the lady who got with Gustav Mahler and uh, a bunch of other... Like, screwed her way through all of the German intelligentsia of a certain age. Yeah, that's a great song. But no, not not really a reference. Anyway.
1: Yeah. Uh, Kodrick, asked uh, some stuff. Uh, can we? Can the casino get an 11 dealer? That game was fun. We intended to do that. We also intended to adapt the old the, the that Crimbo slot machine code to the slot machines in the in the casino, but we never did it.
0: And yeah, the I think 11 though was unstable enough as a game that we had to cheat it for the purposes of Crimbo. And so it would have involved figuring out how to make it work honestly or you now how just well, it not. Well, they
1: all yeah yeah but it wouldn't it it wouldn't matter right like as long as it took turns right like if a slot machine takes meat it has to be tuned to lose if it takes turns it can win whatever right? right and same with same with 11 um i don't think we i don't think it cheated that much right the slot machines you could nobody noticed i thought this was super clever but nobody noticed it uh, that there was a plot point at which the elves sabotaged the slot machines and made them pay out better
0: yeah that was a cool idea
1: um but i think you you had to you had to have just like read some throwaway thing in one of the paragraphs of text that you got yeah crypto, which nobody did Kodrick says, any update on getting a find me items that unlock more content search option for the mall? I really like that idea. I just don't know what to call those items. Content unlockers? Hmm. Shit to do keys. Hmm. Shit to do keys. <laughs> uh, Matraxa says, well, I understand the mechanical reason for the large docky mountain ski resort uh, to ignore a character's extreme meter. Uh, what is the narrative reason? Well, once there were some guys who made a video game over the course of ten years. And uh, they didn't always remember everything that they did ten years previously.
0: Uh, That which is extreme on Mount McLarge Huge is pretty normal on Large Donkey Mountain. Oh, there you go. They're just so more extreme there that your extreme meter does not impress them at all.
1: Uh, Let's see. That said, the smud arcs aren't nearly as bad as the hole in the sky. Effect descriptions included, and I'm enjoying the quest rather thoroughly. Um, I'm glad Leap there are some says, of
0: you. Say what? I'm glad that there are some of you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that there are there are a lot of people who.
0: I mean, what I, I meant there is, there I'm glad there are people who are opposed. So, I mean,
1: I like. I know that people. That argument was characterized by people honestly not believing that i was being genuine when i said i don't think this is any worse than the hole in the sky right um but i i am and my favorite part was
0: when i said well i mean guys it's not like there's an objective standard for something being smutty or naughty and someone wrote back oh so now you think there's some objective standard for being smutty and naughty
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) thanks guy i mean (laughs) And your your post was like three sentences, so I like that. That was not even the. <laughs> Although, you know, we the, uh, our community being what it is, like somebody called him on that right away.
0: Like, yeah, that most of that thread was a good, gave me a good feeling. Even with the people I didn't agree with, people were arguing their points, even though they were passionate about them. They were being reasonable on both sides, and. uh very late in the game did it finally collapse into a flame war but even then it was a fairly civil one
1: yeah yeah i you know i always i always raise an eyebrow when you lock a thread and i don't like we just have two different ways of approaching stuff like that like i would rather just let it die right i like then and i mean maybe this is just because i don't want to I don't want to perform actions that might be considered controversial because I'm more concerned with our brand identity than with our principles. That's probably it, right. but you're right i mean any other any other thread that just devolved into like a fight between two people or three people, I probably would have locked.
0: yeah it's uh I don't know like my instinct on that is to be quiet about it and let it go away. But then if somebody posts something that is just kind of untrue, I feel like, or in, like assumes that we're acting in bad faith, then I have to say something. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm, I'm a lot more mellow about it now, I guess. Everybody thinks that I'm still just the guy who comes in and screams at everybody, but I think I've mellowed quite a bit.
1: Uh, The Dog Delusion says, here's a hypothetical question you will probably not answer. Knowing what you know about the ultra-rare mechanic, i.e. how it works, would you personally be able to increase your chances of encountering or obtaining one in any appreciable way were you to adventure in the kingdom normally? Put another way, I guess what I'm asking is whether knowing it would allow one to game the system, or whether it's complicated or clever enough that knowing how it works wouldn't give one an edge. I don't... No, I would not. I would not be able to... I mean, apart from the obvious ways in which everyone can do it, which is only adventure in areas that have ultra rares. Right. Like time. if you if you spend all of your turns working for Bart Ender, you're never gonna get an ultra rare. Like that's obvious. It seems like obvious. But no, there's it's not there there is there is nothing that I could do to make myself more likely as a player to get an ultra rare with without without the knowledge that I have from this side. Right, um, and and I don't mean I don't mean the knowledge of how it works. I mean the knowledge of like what the, the specific knowledge of its workings. Uh, Deus Ex Machina says. So I noticed the Dungeons of Doom monster Manual well potions uh, don't use the usual net hacky art uh, like the blob of acid uses the meat paste image instead of I don't know. Uh, oh, yes, I would like to change that. I think I just I told you to use uh, recycled art on those and. You did, and that was awesome because I didn't have to make a bunch of new art for them. But yeah. Flayed Mind, Blob of Acid, and cobalt Kibble. Those will all just be percent signs. Yeah, that'll be fine. What is Challenge Path, says Apple Hat, of the Psychic Loli Slayer coming out? What is a Psychic Loli Slayer?
0: I don't even understand what half of those words mean. Uh,
1: kawaii Nico Minaj. What? How kawaii will Karimbo be this year, ne? Eh, I hope it will be super sugoi. What is sugoi.
0: I don't know, but I'm I'm planning on making it at least kawaii with four eyes.
1: Uh, boxes It says for whichever show this ends up on. I was wondering who made all the micro plushies. I have to say as a biochemist, I was highly entertained by all of them and kind of want to own quite a few now. Uh, you wrote them all and you and, drew them all. and I drew them
0: and they were pretty.
1: Columbus, uh, says, I've always wondered why some potions are in the potions category of the miscellaneous page of my inventory, while others end up in the miscellaneous category of the consumables page. I can never seem to find magical mystery juice, but the other day it suddenly occurred to me, the miscellaneous category in the consumables is actually for potions that do not have lasting effects, like HP or MP restorers, along with spleen affecting things, while the potions category is for things that have some lasting effect. Is that really how you divide them? How about refreshments, then, instead of miscellaneous and consumables? Uh Yeah, so miscellaneous consumables were basically... That is the items that. So the thing that causes an item to show up in the miscellaneous consumable section of the inventory is literally a drop down in the item spindler that says this item goes into that section. Because um, mm-hmm. they would all just be usable. Almost all of them would just be usable items, otherwise, uh, because they're all ju- they're they're coded the same way, and in the, in, the, in the database framework, they're the same as mm-hmm. normal usable items. Um, people wanted HP and MP restorers in one place those are now different Those, those actually have a different toggle so that they will show up in like fucking the goddamn quick skills thing that someday I am going to cleanse with beautiful beautiful fire um the yeah, that's there their HP restorers, MP restorers, and other stuff that people have made a compelling case for putting there. Right, like the the eye drops and the uh, the anti anti antidotes and stuff like that. And spleen items. How about adding some turtles to tame in the smud orc mining camp? Says Baron von Bick. Uh, it could be like about a tur- it could be a turtling uh, smut orc. He's out in the bushes because he suddenly had an urge to tur- to catch a turtle so he's turtling in the bush it's a, this is a, a poop joke yeah yeah hey we I would do never stoop yeah. right easy one-liner you can blow through like a breathalyzer dear Drake, please modify the hidden temple quest to include a second language a puzzle about touching cups and singing stone statues nah. Casey Wiederman says you guys have seen Archer right yes and I love it do you like Archer
0: I've watched three or four episodes of it, and yeah, I like it.
1: Okay, good. Riff doesn't like it, and I think that's because Riff is too sensitive. Uh, Fred Levi says, what if something special happened if you had a Mr., Ms., and Junior accessory all equipped? Well, we don't want to be like... What's the equivalent of heteronormative but about uh, traditional family structure?
0: Uh, I think, like, gender normative would still fit.
1: Okay traditional family normative
0: yeah nuclear Playing
1: house normative
0: nuclear family normative
1: Zarquan Agardi says maybe this has been asked before I don't know but why can't back items be pulverized uh, probably because we just forgot to alter that the query that determines whether things can be pulverized once we made back items thing. think right. um uh, I Eat Food says the Crimbo Tree. I'm really happy we have it Yay completionism, but since the value of the Crimbo items Is almost not due to an overabundance It's more in the way than anything. How about a way to put it out On the curb to be picked up on trash day to see something That has been thrown out, something new and fun In front of another clan nearby and grab it to put in its spot Something new to take its place but only if you had a full Crimbo Tree I think I would be reluctant to do that Because people would feel like They were being punished for not having Gotten it three years ago Or whatever mm. Um And I eat food says. You said in your last podcast that doing the shows is a total wash as far as monetary gain is concerned, but you do it for the players who enjoy it. I'm a really odd case, but due to weird circumstances, the kingdom is basically all I have keeping me together. Sometimes, to some, this is just a game, my wife included. To others, it's not even that. I've seen people with no ascensions and three months old accounts with 100 million meat where the past items of the month quit because the game sucks. To me, it isn't a game; it's a community, and I would never have it's a community I would never have without the game. The podcasts every few days are special to me, and when you read questions of mine and other members that they ask regularly, it makes me feel like I'm part of something more than just a game. Wish I could express how much this means to some of us and have players like Kathy Oak Bale and many others make things that would not ever be possible happen for both new and old players. They're such a great community that whatever, whether on purpose or accidentally made it makes the world a better place. Thank you and everyone else who cares more about this game than they do themselves. No. No, thanks. Yeah, man. I felt a little bad about, I like, I got annoyed because somebody was bitching about me not having uploaded a show on time and and they did it in that like, could you please get your shit together and upload the fucking shows on time? And I got kind of touchy about that. And I said some things I didn't mean. I'm sorry, podcast. I love you. Uh, uh, Chilled's asking about uh, back shell. I had shield things for turtle tamers. And yep, that's a good way to do it. HKC says a couple thoughts about last week's travel discussion. Expedia, eh? check out hipmunk.com as an alternative. The interface will make you happy.
0: No. Ah. The interface for hipmunk did not make me happy. It made me have a seizure.
1: What does hip, hipmunk's interface look like?
0: It like uh, kind of a bitch. No, I mean, like, the front part of it looks normal. And then you type in like where you want to go, and your dates of departure and return, and then it returns this just absolutely bananas thing, where it's all the data you would never need in a way that's really hard to tell what's going on.
1: Huh. So the loading screen has something that is trying to get you to click on it to sign up for some sort of email alerts. I don't want that.
0: I don't know. It's I've clicked it a couple of times to check it out, because it's always up top on Reddit. One of the guys who made Reddit made it. Mm. Yeah, so it, it loads this giant spreadsheet. Oh. That has flights oh. and durations.
1: And... Yeah. Ooh, I like this. I think this person's right. Uh, How is... Uh, huh. So you're saying that you don't care about the information that this presents?
0: No, Because
1: I mean This is exactly what I want Except it's all on one page This is the only information that I care about From an Expedia query But it's all on one page Like it is sorted So it's it's sorted by price But I can see a hundred flights On this page instead of five Because like what I don't care about Is like the flight number right? Right What kind of airplane it's on Like do not give a fuck but any of that what i don't care about is like the airlines logo and stuff yeah wow if the, i i actually really like this a lot see to me i wonder if this is just like a like a like an engineer bathroom. versus a liberal yeah. liberal arts homo thing
0: to me i see a bunch of colored blocks instead of so well it looks like i want a flight that leaves around seven so there's the seven o'clock line and okay so that one's like slightly to the left of it and like it would be so much easier to just give me this information by giving me the flight number and the time it leaves like the way that Travelocity serves up that information is fine and this is just looks like a plate to hurl
1: huh wow because I like I look at this and I, I recognize that this is giving me a lot more information than what Expedia gives me
0: Whoa, oh, What do you mean?
1: Well, so, right, looking, I, I just did a search for, like, random set of dates for flights from Phoenix to San Francisco. Yeah. And what I have in front of me is, every so all of the flights that are available on that day, very obvious distinctions between the ones that are nonstop and the ones that have layovers. Is right, that because what that the, layo- is? the layovers, the banners are the banners are different colors. Right, they they have a box in the middle of them. They, it oh, tells okay. you how long it tells you how long the flight is by how wide the block is.
0: Yeah, but it's so much more precise and convenient to see that in text.
1: It, except that I would have had to click through eight paginated pages to get this in text. Like I think that's the opposite. It's the yeah, opposite. You, you the
0: don't text. need. You don't need to see a hundred flights you need to see like the 20 cheapest
1: well no not necessarily huh. i mean because okay. i'm a guy who, i'm a guy who will pay a 30 percent premium for a non-stop flight because i'm a guy who fucking hates sure every second that he is on a plane
0: right i like that they that they sort one of the ways you can sort them is by agony a combination of price, duration, and number of stops. So, like the the cheapest one that's nonstop is on top in that particular list. Huh. Yeah. But it's I still like, like how, all I, like I want how is that. You
1: can see at a glance whether the flights have Wi-Fi or not. Like that's pretty fucking clever.
0: Oh, that's what that signal means. I thought I, it, I thought it was a way to uh, subscribe to the RSS feed of the airline. Yeah, yeah,
1: okay. Hkc. Hkc. Thank you. I think that this is what I'm going to use to buy fucking flights from now on.
0: I'm ah. uh, I'm interested to hear somebody who actually likes it and can say why. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, kept I, seeing I, it like, come I, up, I, but people no, are like, were like, you're going to shit yourself the when the you see this.
1: Target mar- I am the target market for this for this output. Yeah. I, I would not be surprised if the majority of people are not the target market for this. Like, I could imagine my mom looking at this and saying, what the fuck, just give me give me Expedia. Yeah. You know, you and my mom, the old people in my life. Uh, No significant lines for check-in at airports? Where are you flying from? I would expect the usual suspects, O'Hare, Hartsfield, JFK, JFK, God forbid, Heathrow, to change your mind on that one. I've only flown out of Heathrow once, and because I had to go through customs, and that line was a billion miles long, I don't have any memory of how bad the security line was. I am almost always flying out of um, SFO, Phoenix, or, like, I guess, Logan. Boston Logan is probably the one that I've flown out of the third most. Right. Or, like, like, the Columbus airport or whatever. And I also, like, when I'm planning trips, I will always... I tend to always fly on Wednesdays because the flights are super, like, relatively cheap on Wednesday compared to other days. And... The airports are less crowded, right? So I have better choices as far as, like, what time I fly and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I would, like, if I was leaving out of a super busy airport, I probably would get there early. I would, I will never set foot in O'Hare Airport again. Every time I've ever gone there, I have been stuck in Chicago for an entire night as a result of flights getting delayed or canceled or whatever. Um, I won't take any flights that have stopovers there, and I won't fly in or out of that airport. JFK, I so I like. I will only fly JetBlue out of JFK, and I will get there as early as possible because the JetBlue terminal at JFK is fucking great. Yeah, it's like there are comfortable chairs and outlets and free Wi-Fi and good restaurants. Hmm. So it like it's like I don't know. Uh, it's just that is a place that I would go hang out even if I wasn't flying, if it wasn't on the other side of security. Hey, let's stop being on the radio.
0: Oh, hey, look at that. We gave you three extra minutes and we did it without charge, because we like you.
1: All right, uh, we'll
0: see everybody next week. Uh, I'll say goodbye and then you should say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye.